I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, June 13th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, I've got a trivia question for you. Uh Uh-oh. How many land borders does Canada share? How many other countries does Canada border by land? Hmm. The easy answer is one. Is it one? It is not. This is a new development that I wanted to bring to you. And I think, by the way, this is going to become a very common trivia question. So, you know, if you're a trivia aficionado, this is important for you to know. So Canada now has two countries that it shares a land border with. Why? It's because after a long dispute, I think it's like a 50 year plus dispute, Canada has now come to a settlement with Denmark over a border in the north, which is, one second, I can pull it up here. I think it's in between Greenland and Nunavut. And so it's called Hans Island. And the two countries have now come to an agreement of a border. And so that's very exciting. It's a great trivia question. I think it's always good when border disputes are solved. So let's chalk it up with something to celebrate. Well, it, well, one of the things, one of the reasons why they said they wanted to solve it was to show contrast to Russia invading Ukraine, which I'm not sure is the best. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best explanation. Really grasping at straws. Brett, aside from how many borders we have here, what do we have for Pete Goss today? For our first story, the Bank of Canada is getting even more aggressive about interest rates. For our second story, the U.S. is dropping its COVID testing requirement for travel. And for our third story, Spotify is moving into audiobooks. For our first story, Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem, known as TMAC on this show, now says rates need to move above 3% to tame inflation, putting a rarely seen 0.75% hike on the table for the bank's next meeting in July. Brett, why is TMAC acting more aggressively on interest rates? Yeah, so new economic data is showing persistent inflation and a hot job market is pushing them in a more aggressive direction. Canada's economy beat expectations to add nearly 40,000 jobs in May, which is good news. And the average hourly wage rose by 3.9%, which is faster than the prior month. Meanwhile, U.S. inflation for May came in at a 40-year high of 8.6%, which is defying hopes that inflation had peaked or had begun to recede. And Canada's strong job numbers, which should reduce fears of recession, at least in the short term, and signs from the U.S. that inflation is still accelerating will likely push the Bank of Canada to raise rates faster and higher than most expected. And here's why this all matters. We're all getting sick of essentials like food and gas getting more expensive every month. But crushing inflation with a recession caused by high interest rates would also be pretty painful, Jay. I'll say, unfortunately, the path to the Goldilocks economy of low inflation and solid growth is becoming narrower by the month, Brett. We'll see just how narrow it's become when we get Canada's May inflation numbers later this month. I like that expression, Goldilocks economy. I really, I'm going to coin it. For our second story, the United States may have finally dropped its COVID testing requirement for international travelers, but a combination of flight cancellations, airport backlogs, and labor disputes around the world are likely to make summer travel more painful than usual. Jay, this seems like a huge relief for travelers who want to go to the U.S. and not have to worry about getting COVID before their flight. But do you want to let the Peak Pals know what's happening? Well, in the last week, Air Canada canceled almost 10% of its Toronto flights, totaling over 350 of all the flights that were canceled, as a staffing crunch and passenger surge hit Canada's busiest airport. Calgary, Montreal, and Vancouver airports have faced setbacks as well, but nothing like the disaster we're seeing at Pearson. 
It's interesting because a lot of these airlines, they laid off a bunch of staff as the pandemic hit, and now they're in the process of rehiring or finding new people to replace them. And so they're in this labor crunch. But adding to global travel woes, European airlines and airports are struggling with labor strife. Pilots with Scandinavian airline SAS said they are ready to strike and workers at Charles de Gaulle near Paris walked off the job this week, leading to a quarter of the airport's flights being canceled. So Jay, we talk a lot about the chaotic state of travel and anyone who has traveled has probably seen this, but what's the bigger picture behind the story? Well, with the pandemic easing, the number of travelers will likely rise into next month, further testing airport capacity and passengers' patience. Until Canada relieves those bottlenecks and makes travel relatively smooth again, the country's tourism sector, which accounted for 2% of GDP and 750,000 jobs before the pandemic, just won't be the same. And for our third and final story, in its never-ending quest to be home to all things people use their ear to consume, Spotify is now making a push into the audiobooks space. Brett, I know you're a big fan of audiobooks. Is this good news for you? It's great news. I listen to audio. I listen to at least one audiobook every month. And right now I'm using Audible. It's pretty expensive. So I would love to have an alternative to that, which is why I am excited that CEO Daniel Eck told investors this week that Spotify has long-term plans to make audiobooks the third pillar of its streaming empire alongside music and podcasts and will integrate an audiobook vertical into its main app this year. Last November, Spotify announced plans to acquire audiobook platform Findaway, which allows both publishers to distribute audiobooks and authors to self-publish and monetize their own works. The deal's likely to be approved later this year. Though details are currently scarce on how audiobooks will work on Spotify, Eck said it will be some sort of freemium model with certain books supported by ads available for free, a disruptive offering given that industry leaders like Apple, Google, and Amazon's Audible typically charge, I know this personally, $15 or more for top titles. Though it's likely the freemium model will mostly appeal to self-publishing authors and not big names, self-publishing is increasingly popular seeing continuous year-over-year growth with millions of titles released every year. And this is why it's happening. So Spotify has plans to, Spotify pays already record labels over 50% of what it makes on all music streams, amounting to over $7 billion last year. That's a lot of money they give to these labels. Expanding into other more lucrative audio formats is a key part of the company's strategy. By acting as both bookseller and publisher, Spotify hopes it can take a much bigger slice of the $9 billion global audiobook pie and enjoy healthier margins along the way. And Brett, want to zoom out on Spotify's new audiobook strategy? Yeah, so the strategy is similar to what Spotify did with podcasts. Enter an industry where there are fewer middlemen that need to be paid, so no labels, acquire pre-existing platforms to make quick headway, and then use its large user base and endless data to grow. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Dale, you better get ready because I hear Brett wants to publish an audiobook and you're going to be the publisher of it. So it's, you're going to be really, really busy. It's going to be the memoirs of Jay. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible audiobook. Have a good day, Brett. You too.